Welcome, you were made for more about real people, real stories, real challenges, and real victories. I'm so excited for today's segment because we have an incredible guest today. Her name is Pastor Danielle Ellis. And um, she is stunning. I wish you guys could see through the mic the way that I am seeing right here. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. She is stunning. She is shining. She is glowing. (laughs) So let me tell you a little bit about her so we can get the most of our time together. But Pastor Danielle Ellis has been married to Pastor Robert Ellis for 17 years. She holds a B.A. in communications from St. Augustine's University and a master's in education and curriculum and instruction from American Intercontinental University. She accepted Christ over 24 years ago as a college student and has served in many areas of ministry over the years, including children's church, praise and worship, church administration, AV ministry, women's ministry, and hospitality. So she is multifaceted. (laughs) She and her husband, Robert, are planting Dominion Community Church in Northern Virginia, and they have two beautiful daughters, Sarah and Jessica. So please join me in welcoming Pastor Danielle Ellis. So we're so glad to have you today. Oh, well, thank you so much, Michelle. It's so hard to listen to something about yourself. It's like, who is that person? Oh, that's me. Okay. I know, but it's you, live 3D, radiant. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So so today we're going to talk about receiving. Yes. You know, the the art of receiving, because there's, mm-hmm. there's an art to everything, a mm-hmm. proper way and an improper way mm-hmm. of receiving something. Mm-hmm. And um, so one of, one of the topics that we really want to challenge people today to look at is, do I know how to receive mm-hmm. the right way? Mm-hmm. Um, because God is a giver of good gifts. Yes. And yes, he, he wants is. us to receive those gifts and to enjoy those gifts. But if I don't know how to receive, I'm going to miss it. Mm-hmm. So could you share with us, Danielle, just... You know, where you are on that. Just share with us a time where God said, you know what, Danielle, I want you to receive something. How are you in terms of receiving? Well, I will say it's definitely been a journey for me. Um, And I don't know how much time we have, but I'm going to just talk and and we'll have a nice conversation about Mm -hmm. this. But for me, um, the biggest thing I was not able to receive from God was the fatherhood of God and carrying my father wounds, being um, rejected by my father. When I came to Christ, I fully accepted him as Lord. I accepted him, you know, and everything that came along with the faith. But there was this part of me that was just locked away. And I didn't realize what those seeds of rejection had planted in me, um, which were things just having walls. Um, I, I was just grateful to be counted in the number, to be able to serve God and, you, you know, do what I could, but to really receive him as a father, receive the love of God, be able to just receive that he created me and that I was beautiful, that I was this valuable person. And I I didn't really realize that until later in life through some um, things that happened within my marriage. My my marriage was challenged um, through some boundary issues. And, you know, this anger was rising up Mm -hmm. in me. And Mm -hmm. and all of these these walls I had built seemed like they were tumbling down, even... um, 
within the, the marriage relationship, I realized there were places I didn't allow my husband into. And so in the midst of me crying out to God saying, just, just take this hurt away from this intrusion trying to come into my marriage. He began to really deal with me about him as my father. And it totally shifted everything in that moment. Mm. It really wasn't about my marriage for the sake of my marriage, but God was doing some healing inside of me and working in me to get me to a place that I could give and receive love properly. And, and in those moments where it felt like everything was crumbling around me, God was actually rebuilding something inside of me, just mm, a capacity to love mm-hmm. that I didn't even know that I did not have. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll just say the rejection, what it did for me was, you know, I'll only let people in so far because, you know, if my, my natural father could do X, Y, or Z and not care, Who's to say what anybody else is going to do? And I didn't realize I had just just lived my life with this very limited capacity to receive love and and starting with the love of the father. Mm. And again, in a very painful place that mm-hmm. you wouldn't say, like, I wish God could have done it some other way. But, you know, through this huge intrusion into my marriage and he worked through that situation. But it really made me just a more loving person and a, a person that is able to go to God now as his daughter. So what would you say to someone out there who is struggling to even ask God, like, God, am I worthy to ask of you? Or God, have I asked too much of you? What would you say to somebody out there? I would say that we have to remember he's the God that created the universe. He's the God that was so detail-oriented that our very hairs are numbered. So to me, that expanse of who God is, he can handle it. Bottom line, I had to realize that God can handle my mess, my insecurities, my issues, my questions, um, because of just that expanse of who he is mm-hmm. from, from the, the beginning of time to, to infinity. So you, so you're saying what I'm hearing is so God can, can deal with my good, my bad, and my ugly exactly. is what you're saying, yes. right? Yes. My, my nasty, nasty stuff that I want anybody to know about. Right. I can bring it to God. That's right. Okay? Because the reality is. He's omnipresent. He already <laughs> he knows. knows it. So, you know, we're like, we're trying like me. I was just trying to feel like, you know, I know how to pray and I'm an intercessor and all these things. But it's like God knew that I was just this scared, messed up little girl that still was crying. You know, he knew that already. So it wasn't didn't matter what I tried to do or walk in you know, whatever successes that I had had, um, God knew he was just waiting for me to like deal with that and open up before him, you know? So are you, are you guys hearing this out there? I'm sure you are because life is real and life is messy. Um, but the good news is God is there to help us when we ask, Mm -hmm. when we ask. So this is, this is beautiful here. So, um, in your 
quiet time with God <laughs> and asking him as he was revealing these things to you, I'm sure he gave you some marching orders or some instructions <laughs> how to correct the situation. <laughs> well, how did that go with you? <laughs> you know, it was hard. I would say ugly crying, tears, you know, going back again. God, really, is that what you want me to do? And it started primarily with forgiveness, mm-hmm. um, getting to the yeah. point of, you know, the the vulnerability and dealing with the fatherhood wound Mm. first and foremost, Mm. you know, my dad is since deceased. I had to make a choice. Do I just live forever in this turn of emotional turmoil and spiritual warfare? Or do I just release my natural father, forgive him even in death, let it go, allow God to really show me mm-hmm. how he loves, yes. show me the father that he wants to be in my life mm-hmm. and then allow me to be able to receive love from my husband, to be able to forgive him, move forward and experience love in a way that God created us to to give and receive love. I, I realize I have been you know, just receiving partial, giving partial, receiving partial, mm-hmm. um, just feeling unworthy of it. And, you know, again, because of my mentality of performance, I didn't even realize I had projected that onto other people. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, oh, you messed up. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? No do over. No do over. That's it. <laughs> you know, but no, I have to forgive. Mm-hmm. I have to be able to, um, you know, receive God's love and, and receive my husband's love as well that's beautiful that's beautiful so it sounds like too like the walls came down Mm -hmm. as a result Mm -hmm. and then now you were able to receive yes on the horizontal level because Mm -hmm. you received from from god yes is that okay so you know what guys let's listen in and discover some more see you on the other side jim two the art of receiving When you are stuck, you don't know how to properly ask. Up to this point, you have not asked a single thing in my name that is presenting all I am. But now ask and keep on asking and you will receive so that your joy, gladness, delight may be full and complete. John 16 verse 24 amplified. God is a giver of good gifts. He can only give who he is. Here we see three points in the equation. Number one, who are you asking for help? Jesus stated, up to this point, they had not asked him a single thing in his name or recognized his authority to answer the request. Today, he challenges you to stop going to family, friends, or anyone else for counsel for your needs. He wants you to know the door is open wide for you to confidently come directly to him. Number two, he told them to ask and keep on asking. Some of us are challenged in asking due to responses we experienced in the past from people. We've received rejection, apathy, or were expected to receive with strings attached. Others grew independent of caregivers and have vowed of ourselves to never ask. Some of us were never taught how to receive anything from anyone. Finally, pride and our own expectations of how God is supposed to deliver the response 
could allow us to actually miss the answer God wants to bring into our lives. For example, let's look at a high-ranking military official named Naaman, who almost missed receiving his healing from leprosy because the answer did not come the way he thought or expected. His pride and presumption nearly stopped him from receiving God's answer to his problem. 2 Kings 5 verses 1 through 13 NIV Now Naaman was commander of the army of the king of Aram. He was a great man in the sight of his master and highly regarded, because through him the Lord had given victory to Aram. He was a valiant soldier, but he had leprosy. Second Kings 5 verse 1 NIV But Naaman went away angry and said, I thought he would surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God, wave his hand over the spot and cure me of my leprosy. Are not Abana and Farfar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Couldn't I wash in them and be cleansed? So he turned and went off in a rage. 2 Kings 5, verse 11 and 12, NIV. When you ask, God challenges you to take the limitations, take the preconceived thoughts and expectations off of how he chooses to respond. Why? Because he can do exceedingly, abundantly, above however you can ask, think, dream, or imagine. Now to him who by consequence of the action of his power that is at work within you is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly far over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. Ephesians 3 verse 20 Amplified. God wants you to begin asking him, and he wants you to be willing to continue asking him. It's a shift for one to make, especially if you think God is too busy or doesn't care about the size of your matter. God does desire for us to learn to ask boldly of him. Why? He knows the frailty of human nature. People can easily miss our expectations and disappoint us yet God will not. Today, God encourages you to shift gears and raise your expectation. He hears you and is ready, willing, and able to supply your need. Keep on asking, and it will be given you. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking reverently, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who keeps on asking receives, and he who keeps on seeking finds. And to him who keeps on knocking, the door will be opened. Matthew 7, verses 7 and 8, Amplified. And my God will liberally supply, fill to the full, your every need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, verse 19, Amplified. And the third part of the equation, then he told them to receive that their joy may be full. Do you know how to receive? Some of us have received a gift, yet we never opened it because we felt unworthy or ashamed to fully embrace the gift. 
God wants you to be free to embrace his gifts and to open them, use it and enjoy it. If you then, evil as you are, know how to give good and advantageous gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven, perfect as he is, give good and advantageous things to those who keep on asking him? Matthew 7, verse 11, Amplified. Now read each of the following words carefully, and I encourage you to speak each action out loud. As a giver of good gifts, God's desire is for us to ask him to receive it, to take it within our hands, to hold onto it, to receive it into our hearts, and then open it up and open it up with an expectation that it is good. He desires for your joy to be made full. God wants to respond. He's ready, willing, and able. If necessary, write down your specific requests on a piece of paper. Thank him for the answers. Hold it up in the air and say, God, I thank you for the answers in your perfect timing and your perfect way. I expect it. I receive it. In Jesus' name, amen. It's a new day. Regardless of your past circumstances and responses from others, you have a new day before you. Become unstuck today. It only requires one thing you must be willing to receive. You don't have to give anything. Yes, open your arms wide and choose to receive from Him. Wow, how many gems were revealed to you in that last segment? So now let's continue and we're going to hear some closing comments from our guest speaker. You today, mm -hmm. if the Danielle today mm. were speaking to the five-year-old Danielle, mm. what would she say to her? I think I would say to her, you know, it is going to get better. Um, you are loved. You were here for a reason. Um, the time that you felt ostracized, alone, put aside, set aside, that is also times that you know what it's like to be alone and you can identify with the outcast, the broken, the people that you will come in contact with later in your life, that none of that is wasted. Mm -hmm. um, so just hold on. Awesome. Hold on, little girl. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I just want to tell you, thank you for joining us today, Pastor Danielle. Mm. That was awesome, powerful. <laughs> and I know your story has encouraged a host of people out there who are wondering, can I ask of God? Can I bring mm -hmm. him my good, my bad, my ugly, my pain, my sorrow, my joy? Mm -hmm. Will he understand me? And from what they heard today, they'll hear yes. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. He can handle it. He can handle it. He can handle it. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, if things have been stirred up in your heart, feel free to send us a prayer request and our prayer team will stand in faith with you on it. And you're also welcome to tell a friend about us, like us, 
Follow us on social media. Why? To inspire someone else that there is hope.